0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor, all about love, dating, and romance. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel, our mm. French romantic.
1: Yes, at your service. Bonjour, bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor.
0: Oh, thank you so much. So, yes. Simon, we have a big show planned tonight. Yes. Um, I want to tell everybody to uh, call in, comment about anything, or if you need some advice, love, dating, whatever it 855-905-905. 8255. Our theme for a minute is going to go off our date or dump um, about bringing other people into your relationship. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, people that swing, there's a lot of people that are in polyamorous relationships. In fact, we're going to do our next segment is to be date or dump. Mm-hmm. We got an email that came into simonandangie.com and uh, it comes from a girl yes. who uh, is talking about bringing someone else into their relationship. Is this a good thing? Uh, can it be a spark in your relationship or will it completely destroy it? I'm sure there's people on both sides of the coin.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's exactly the question. Is it going to spark it or destroy it, right? Is right. it going to improve it or destroy
0: put an it. End to it? And and I think a lot of times um, in situations like these, communication, open honesty, and a set of ground rules is very important. So um, we're going to get into this data dump email that we got. And then later on in the show, uh, from yourtango.com, com, which is a website we all love here uh, about love and dating and romance, yes. most of it um, is somebody who is actually involved a woman named Rebecca in a polyamorous relationship, and I can't wait That's to going talk to, be to interesting. her. Yes, so let's you don't get want it. That. Let's get it kicked off next with this date or dump, where we're talking about bringing other people into mm. the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Is it cool? Is it bad? What should she do next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie? This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. We're on the Oula La Studios talking love, dating and romance. We got an email into simonandangie.com mm-hmm. that comes to us from Jennifer listening in McAllen, Texas on 106.3 Kiss FM. So Jennifer, uh, this is a date or dump question. It's our favorite game, date or dump. Yes. Um and This is a little involved. I don't think we've—you and I, Simon, I don't think we've even approached this subject since we've been working together on this show. I don't think so, no. Let me go to this email. It says, Hello, Simon and Angie. My boyfriend's birthday is coming up, and when I asked him what he wanted as a gift— he said he wanted another girl to join us in bed. Ooh, la la. And he was serious. He even said that already he had a conversation with a mutual female acquaintance of ours, so he knows that she would be quote unquote mm-hmm. down for it. I'm totally uncomfortable with the whole idea, so I'm definitely not going to do it. But at this point, I'm so angry and PO'd and hurt that I'm thinking of calling off our relationship altogether, the fact that he even brought it up. Should I date or dump him? Simon, this is a really interesting scenario. Um, I don't know about the birthday gift aspect of it. It sounds like like this is a dream of his, a fantasy of his. Um, And I also don't like the idea of it being an acquaintance because I feel like if you're going to do something like this, you shouldn't be close with that person because that's it's supposed to be one night. It's not yes. supposed to be this ongoing relationship. What do you think, Simon?
1: I mean, Jennifer's email to us is very interesting because that question of the ménage à trois.
0: Ménage à trois. Also my favorite wine. Hi, everybody. <laughs> but yes, let's talk about ménage à trois. French, by the way. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, and both French. So in the ménage à trois, there's two options, right? Option A, what you described Couple decides to have a little ulala with somebody else, a little fun. It's a one evening, one night, nothing. One and after. done. Yeah. One and done. But menage a trois has a different version where you know the person, you mm-hmm. take a good friend, mm-hmm. everybody talks about it, and then it becomes a menage a trois long term.
0: Long term. Okay. That's I think the difference between uh, menage a trois or swinging and polyamory, where now we're talking about a long term relationship. With another person involved in your relationship. I think that's different than just a one night one off. We're just doing it because we want to be freaky and have some fun with another person. But if it's going to be a one night one off, do you agree that it should maybe be somebody that is not a close friend? Because now you have to see this person all the time. Maybe I'm, you know, if it's me and you, Simon, and we bring one of our friends in, I'm looking at you guys together down the road thinking, are they thinking about each other? Do they want to be together alone?
1: Absolutely. It's the rule that it's hard enough, mostly for women, Mm -hmm. to not get emotionally attached or wonder or jealous or really worried about this other person if it's another woman. Now, for guys, let's say that, not in the scenario, that um, a couple and the man said, let's bring another man. Okay. Or the girl says, I want another man for my birthday. Right. Right?
0: Do you... Think that that would be harder yeah. for men to take than oh, the other way around. Oh, you know it. Yeah, you know it. And why is that? Why is because listen, for I'm not going to lie. My husband and I have have swung with other women before. Mm-hmm. Never a man. It's kind of a fantasy of mine. Um, and I feel like men are more. Ooh, I don't know. What is what is the fear with men having another man? Two fears. I
1: think there's a fear of if we're not homosexual to have this this. Touching another man naked? Do you have
0: to touch another man during that process? I mean, without getting into <laughs> semantics and mechanics of it, of, there is a risk of. of which, would that be so bad? If, if you're not, you know, if you're not gay, not going it is. But it's not going to turn you into anything it's if turn it happens. You off. It's going to turn you off. It's going to turn you off. So That's, you'd be afraid of losing your excitement.
1: Completely. Okay. And number two, every man for the rest of their life, since we're all 10 years old, compare.
0: So you are afraid that maybe if you and I are together with our male friend, that he's really doing something amazing. Either he's doing or
1: he's having, if you get my drift, better equipment.
0: Okay. Oh, the equipment. The equipment.
1: Because the biggest fear, since we're all 10 years old, is still...
0: Size. Size. And and that's so crazy to me. Can we talk about that a little bit more? Let's get more into the swinging polyamory. We have a guest coming up who's actually in a polyamorous relationship. um, And I want to I can't wait to speak to her. But in the meantime, let's talk more about this jealousy and and, and the size and all of that. Next, when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're going on a date or dump email that we have from Jennifer in Texas. It says, my boyfriend's birthday's coming. When I asked him what he wanted, he said another woman in bed. She's super <laughs> offended, uncomfortable, angry. She's thinking about dumping him because of this. She doesn't want to do it. She's not down. Simon, what do you think that she should do? Date or dump? <sighs> I
1: am confused for one reason. Which is? All of this is honest and upfront.
0: Yes. Not behind her back. But she doesn't want to do it.
1: Except that he talked about the other woman. She doesn't want to do it. I would say continue dating because you've built something together and, you know, he made a mistake. Okay. But you told him, you know, you don't want to do it. Now, you know, you're upset. It's in the past. We learn from mistakes. Right. right? In every relationship, every couple, we might ask something awkward. Right. That is totally off for for the other. Oh, absolutely. We share
0: our fantasies, and it might not be what somebody wants. That doesn't mean you should break up with them. No,
1: that's that's my point. It's not the end of the world.
0: Right. I don't like the fact that he, like you said, recruited this woman on the side before even bringing it up. That that, uh, makes me a little uncomfortable. But I think she should definitely have a talk with him.
1: Have a talk. Continue dating and because we learn from each other right so Jennifer you know thanks for the email I I
0: don't know what Angie will say I say date I I agree with you Simon I also say date but I think there does need to be a conversation like listen I don't like that you're uh, making plans about what we do in our bedroom outside of me but Simon you brought up uh, before the last time we went to break um, saying that it was uncomfortable for men to have two men in this situation because you are afraid that two
1: fears either to be touched or because we compare
0: how equipment. Your equipment. I want to talk to you. I'm going to give you the the real real on how I think most women feel about the equipment when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've had a really interesting conversation about um, bringing someone else into the bedroom or even in the relationship, swinging polyamorous Mm -hmm. relationships. Mm -hmm. I know uh, there's a lot of statistics that say it's a bigger deal. uh, We brought up the scenario of two men with one woman. Yes. And Simon, you said you're afraid of a couple of things. Two things,
1: to be touch or touch another man because I'm not gay. And two things I think in every man's mind... The comparison of the equipment is always something that...
0: Oh, yeah. You guys are so paranoid about equipment. Can I just tell you, women, and maybe Jill, if you want to back me up on this. Oh, yeah. We never have a problem with the equipment unless it's way too small or way too big. Anything in between is great. Do you agree with that? Yeah, there's Be-
2: a range that's fine. There's
0: a, a huge range. The range is but huge. And it's not all about the equipment, okay? It's about the other things as well. It's not just
1: the size of the equipment. It's it's that there is a chance this other man might give more ooh and pleasure See, to you,
0: woman. Pleasure doesn't equate to the equipment size, though. Pleasure can come in many, many different forms, and right. me- most of the time, for women, it does come in other forms. It's not about that. So I, I
1: understand, but there is still in the subconscious of all of us, men. I think as lovers, is this guy's going to be a better lover than me?
0: That's what the real worry yeah, is. Yeah, behind
1: the equipment, that is the it's question. The lover. What if this man, is he pleasing her more? Yeah, and what if that happens?
0: Well, those thoughts fade. I think, but I want to talk to. A woman named Becca Stokes, uh, she's from yourtango.com, wrote this great article about being in a polyamorous relationship. Now, this is an ongoing long relationship. It's not just a swinging, like a one-night thing. And I want to know the difference and how you deal with that on Mm -hmm. an emotional level, on a uh, ooh la -la level, all of it. When we come back, we're going to talk to Rebecca next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening tonight. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Taking your calls at 855-905-8255. So, Simon, earlier we had this date or dump email. Yes. Woman was saying, hey, my boyfriend, is his birthday's coming. I asked him what he wants. He says he wants another woman in the bedroom. It's his fantasy. A ménage à trois. A ménage à trois. That's a fantasy. There's a difference between that, I think, a one-time, one-night only, Uh and polyamory, where you're in a long-term relationship, three people, however many." people. I don't know. Utah. Let's call it Utah. So, um, yourtango.com, which is one of our favorite websites, um, a woman named Becca Stokes is on the line. Hey, Becca, are you there? I am. So Hi, hi Becca. Thanks for being with us hi. on the rendezvous. My so, pleasure. Happy to be here. Thank you. So, um, the headline of your article that was on Your Tango is, my boyfriend getting another woman pregnant was the best thing to happen to us. So please start with how you ended up in a relationship with a man and his girlfriend
2: well you know how they say when you're on the rebound you shouldn't do dramatic things like get crazy haircuts you know right um, I wound up in a polyamorous relationship sort of on the rebound um, I just broken up with a, a boyfriend it had been a, sort of a heartbreaking thing and I was new on the market I was doing online dating and mm-hmm. this really great guy reached out to me um, in addition to being really awesome he was also really direct about the fact that he was all polyamorous and in a relationship with another woman. And I sort of said to myself, I'm going to go on one date with this guy, see how it goes. Is your curiosity,
0: your curiosity yeah. got to you, didn't it? Because yeah. it's different than anything probably you've ever seen.
2: Oh, totally. It was like nothing okay. I'd experienced. And I figured as long as, um, as long as it feels okay and I'm not weirded out, I'll stick around. And, and that was about a year and a half ago. <laughs>
0: Interesting. So we're both like, okay, I could sit and talk to you all day about this. But I want to know, I know we're going to be skipping forward on some things, but when you're on the date with the guy, you knew up front that he had a girlfriend. What in your mind were you thinking was going to happen from going on this date?
2: You know, that's a really good question. I think that I was curious about a couple of things. I was really curious about what he was looking for. I was wondering, is this gonna be a relationship between me and one person, or is this going to be a relationship between me, one person, and someone else? Um, So I think going into it, I was curious about potentially finding myself in a menage a trois um, Mm -hmm. and sort of seeing what happened from there.
0: Had you ever had a menage a trois before this? No, never. And you were curious about it. I um, was. I was re-
2: definitely.
1: Becca, the first night, the first ulala, was that a revelation? Was that extraordinary? Was that scary? Was, was it that just comfortable? The two of you? Yeah. How did or it go? Was it all of you?
2: <laughs> I would say it was all of the things. <laughs> I mean, in a, in a way, going into it, the thing I was the most worried about was like, what do you do? Who does what? Like, where do I put my hands? Um, but it actually wound up being, it was more of like an aha moment of like, a, oh, okay, this is why people like this.
0: <laughs> okay, so I have a question um, because uh, I don't know if you were listening in earlier. I've I've been very open about the fact that my husband and I have had another woman in our bedroom. I thought communication top to bottom, back and forth was the most important um a factor in all of it. What are you comfortable with? What will you allow when we're all together? What are the terms after it's done? Um, I'm very much for the I don't ever want to see this person again thing. So, did you have a conversation with your boyfriend and his wife or girlfriend? Is it his girlfriend or his wife, by his the way? Girlfriend, his girlfriend. His girlfriend. So, did you have this conversation ahead of time or what were the terms?
2: Oh my gosh, yeah. We had so many conversations. I tell people that if you're going to get into polyamory or even just a one-time threesome, like talk is key. It's like if you are not emotionally mature enough to have a conversation about the rules going in and coming out – if you are comfortable constantly talking mm-hmm. about your feelings it's not for
0: you okay so stop right there because this is so fascinating I swear I could talk to, to you this entire show tonight uh, but <laughs> I we have so many more questions Simon and I both yeah. and um, leading up I want to know um, where you are today with the couple that you're with and How do you feel about being in love with two people or maybe your boyfriend being in love with two girls? And is that possible? Simon has one opinion. I have another. And we'll talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous. That cool, Becca? Sounds great. Awesome. All right. Stay with us. More with Becca and this Utah relationship next on The Rendezvous (laughs) with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Back on with our guest, Becca Stokes from YourTango.com wrote a very long story that I'm so interested in about being in a polyamorous relationship, which means you're not just one night menage toi, toi, you are in a long-term relationship uh three people so you found your boyfriend online knew about this relationship he was very upfront which we've found is the way you have to be very communicative he has a girlfriend where are you in your relationship now with your boyfriend and yeah. your girlfriend so to speak it's your girlfriend too <laughs> so where are you guys now
2: well, the funny thing is, I don't actually consider her to be my girlfriend. Um, really? Consider, we share. We sort of. We call ourselves a polycule, And the sort of tie that binds us is my boyfriend. Um, right now, we're in the quote unquote new parent uh, stage of our lives because they just um, they gave birth about three weeks ago to their first daughter. Wow! So we're all with Stacy.
0: <laughs> so everybody, but are you? Good. Do you all live together? The three of you live together.
2: Uh, no, not yet. I'm actually moving in, in a couple of months.
1: Well, so f- congrats to them for the yes. for being parents, of course.
0: For you all. Uh, yeah, for you all. <laughs>
1: but wait a minute. So that leads me to that question. They're going to be parents. Do you feel that is going to separate you for the future from that family? Be- yeah, because really, you know, there's only two parents. It's, it's a
0: different dynamic yeah. now.
2: This has been, uh, them getting pregnant and having a baby was one of the most challenging points in our relationship to date. Um, I mean, I had a lot of jealousy and a lot of insecurity. And I think that it would be abnormal if any person didn't have those feelings. Um, But again, because we have this relationship sort of rooted in in communication, it was something I was able to talk about with both of them. And we have sort of worked out a role that I'm going to play in this baby's life. I want to know,
0: I want to know, Becca, I'm going to stop you right there. I want to know what your role is. We got to take a quick break when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're on the line with Becca Stokes, uh, who wrote this article for YourTango.com in a polyamorous yeah. relationship. Very interesting article. And, and this is fascinating. I wish we could talk to you like every day, Becca. But um, <laughs> So so Becca found a date on a website or a app. Um, Guy was very upfront, says, I'm in a relationship with another woman. You're welcome to join. It's been a year and a half Uh, You're still in this relationship. Now there's a baby from your boyfriend and his other girlfriend. So when we left off, we were talking about how does that dynamic change? Where are you now in your relationship?
2: Well, now I've sort of been christened the baby's fairy godmother, is what we're calling me. (laughs) You're
0: not the official godmother? You're the fairy godmother? (laughs) I'm the fairy godmother. Okay.
2: And it's actually been kind of great because while they're both on leave, taking care of the baby, um, they, of course, get to, like, a couple of days into the week, and just feel exhausted and like zombies. And and I swoop in on the weekends and let them sleep and take care of the baby through the night. Really? You're like it's I'm actually, all fresh
0: think- and I'm fresh and glamorous. Here I am. Um, hello, everybody. I'll take care of the baby. You guys sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you mentioned you had this jealousy moment uh, when she got pregnant. Um, what was the biggest difficulty? Was it the fact that she was going to have the baby and not you, and he didn't make the baby with you? What was the, the biggest pain for you to go through? The
2: biggest, um, the hardest part of grappling with those feelings for me was worrying about if the baby was going to change the way Rob felt about polyamory. Um, mm-hmm. I was pretty concerned that my boyfriend like would see this baby and have some sort of aha moment where he realized mm. that didn't want to be dating more than one person.
0: Okay. So I want to I stop right here for a second. Um, when we yeah, come back, absolutely. we'll talk more with Becca, polyamory, babies, other people in your relationship. How does that work? Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, still in the line with Becca Stokes, who is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Saw your article on yourtango.com about uh, her boyfriend getting another woman pregnant being the best thing to happen to the three of you. This is a polyamorous relationship. There is a new baby. Um, so Becca, you met your boyfriend, found out he told you right up front, I have a girlfriend. This is the deal. You were down for it. Now they have a baby three and a half weeks ago. Um, Simon, you had a great question for where it is now.
1: Yeah, you know, we talked about the fact that you um, you were jealous, and then you know, you, you said you know I was worried about uh, the dynamic after you know the baby was born, and it, maybe he, your boyfriend would change his mind and all this. And then had a question come to my mind. First of all, uh, do you love him and her? equally are you you feel it's 100% in love in love with both or not
2: well I think that in order to be in a polyamorous relationship you kind of have to think about love differently than a person who's monogamous for me love isn't like a finite resource I don't come around with a, a bucket of love that I give out and then it's empty for me love is something that's specific to the individual um I don't think of the way in which I love them in terms of volume I think about the different things about these people that I love
0: Okay, so are you're compartmentalizing the ooh la part of this equation, right? Do you three share those times together? Do you do it separately? Do you, like, intermix? Or is, is are you keeping those things separate, or is it always a joint thing? I'm curious about that, too.
2: My primary relationship is with him, which means okay. that most of the time when it comes to stuff in the bedroom, it's with him. But um, I... I also have threesomes with, that involve her and him as well. Uh, but go she back. and I don't have a, have a separate relationship. Our entire relationship okay. has to do with our connection with him.
1: Do you think he can love both of you equally or do you think he loves you more?
2: I think he loves us both equally. I think, you know, it's kind of funny. She and I are, in many respects, total opposites, and I think that's why it works. Um, it's hard to be threatened by someone who's so different than you are and who mm-hmm. is so clearly making this person who you love
0: that's uh, a good point
2: happy in ways that you
1: can't.
0: That's a good point because there are qualities that you both bring to the table that I'm sure he loves differently, but so, we're talking in love, yeah, so Simon. So I know.
1: Becca, exactly. I'm talking about in love. You know, I believe I'm a romantic that we only have one heart, we can only have we can only love one person at a time. In in love. But you can love or like many people. So my question to you is, do you think he's in love with both of you or he just love both of you? It's a different.
2: Oh, yeah, I totally understand. I think that he is in love wildly with both of us. And I'm a romantic, too, just in a different way.
0: I think there's different kinds of love. And um, maybe you'll agree, Becca, especially being in a polyamorous relationship. I think love has many shades. I think it can be a spectrum. Um, I love my daughter in a very different way than I love my mother or my husband. There's romantic love. There's... Uh, sexual love. There's um, lust. There's so many different but spectrums on the love spectrum. Right? I love you, Simon, I as a friend. Too, Angie, and it's a, a fr- different kind of love.
1: But who are you in love with? In love.
0: You don't think you can be in love with two people at the same time.
1: I, I, Becca and Angie, I don't. One heart to love one person. To be in love. We can what if love your heart family? is really big? <laughs> you you have a great big love. But I, I, it's hard for me to understand how the in love, in love, could be equally for two people at the same time. I just don't believe it, Becca.
0: What do you think about that, Becca?
2: Well, I think that if your heart only has the capacity to really love one person, then you'd only love one person in exactly. your life. To I mean, love. I definitely have fallen in love with more than one person at the same time. And frankly, I think it's only the way society views it use monogamy that's kept me from exploring polyamory until
0: now. I love that. Listen, Becca, Becca, you have been an amazing guest. Becca Stokes, her article on YourTango.com if you want to read it, is entitled My Boyfriend Getting Another Woman Pregnant Was the Best Thing to Happen to Us. I think what you shed light on today was there are many different shades of love. It can happen in many different ways. It's not all a cookie cutter, one size fits all. So thank you for enlightening and telling us your story. Thank you for joining us. my
2: pleasure. Thanks for
0: having me. We'll have you back again because I'm just going to be dying to know what goes on. Six <laughs> months from now, two years from now. Becca, thanks for being on the rendezvous yes. with Simon and Angie. Have a good night. Welcome back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie, our website, simonandangie.com. By the way, uh, we were just talking to Becca, uh, talking about her polyamorous relationship. And now the boyfriend has a baby with the girl in the relationship. How is that all working? Fascinating conversation, Simon.
1: Exactly. And,
0: And the idea of being in love. Uh, with two people at the same time by the way um, go to our social media Simon and Angie on Twitter Facebook Instagram if you want to reach out to Becca if you have questions for her she's so great Simon I felt like there were parts of that conversation that you didn't feel like you were relating to when she was answering specifically about being in love with two people
1: yes I think and I wish we had uh, more time with Becca because I would like to have dig a little deeper she escaped that question every time I said the in love she went back to love right because right. personally it's not I'm not comfortable you know like people say women can multitask men can't multitask right mm-hmm. well I can't multi in love with, with, with two it's just like so, the multiplication of being in love mm-hmm. I don't get it and I was not convinced by her
0: answer I think she loves him. She said she loves him. She loves the girlfriend. So there was this confusion between is she in love, not in love. Well, what do you you think is the difference between being in love and loving someone?
1: Here's the difference. If you're in love, I think it's the base, the healthy base for a relationship that can last forever.
0: It sounds like you're talking about the difference between love and caring.
1: No, love and in love. Love is all the shades of love. Right. Love as a mom, love as a friend, love as a lover, love as a And wife. in love. In love is a romantic are you enchanting passion.
0: It, Don't it, you feel like that fluctuates it, though? Like you're so in love at first and then it turns into real lasting long term love.
1: Not what I've seen at home, Angie. No. The enchanting feeling is still there 52 years later.
0: All right, let's talk more on the rendezvous. What is the difference between being in love and loving someone yes. next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's almost been like a specialty show. Kind um, of. T- talking about... A special rendezvous. Yeah, a special rendezvous. Talking about uh, relationships where other people are involved. Polyamorous relationships. Swigging relationships. Simon, you are having a hard time understanding uh, how somebody could love or be, I'm sorry, be in love with two people.
1: Yeah, as a French romantic and the son of Elizabeth and Robert, 52 years together, I did not hear in Becca's fabulous story, by the way, that I found fascinating, too, the in-love enchanting feeling, the romance. I felt the love. I didn't feel in love. What's the difference? Uh, and the difference is when you're in love with somebody, it's not just about the passion or the lust. It's probably the base for the love of your life. When you love someone, you know you love people, we love people. It's not the same depth.
0: I have a a completely different take Because you know when you um, Are talking to friends and They are with someone and they say you know what I love them but I'm not in love With them we hear that all the time so what does In love with them mean to me That's like the initial passion That is the, the thing that makes them crazy Like I can't stop thinking about them It's I can't wait till they Get home so we can ooh la la I feel like that's a passion thing Long term lasting Relationships I feel like are the deep love that is different. So
1: when I was in love, I felt in my stomach, not the lust, not yeah. the ooh la right. but an extraordinary well-being. The flutter. Yeah. Yes. And that's what it is for me to be in love. All
0: right, Simon, we need uh, to talk to somebody else that needs advice right now. 855-905-8255. Let's go to the phones. We've spent yes. the whole day, yeah. the, I should say the whole night, talking about uh, more than one person in a relationship. Maybe this question is different. I don't know. We'll, <laughs> we'll find see. out who needs Advice next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our website is also simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. Get lots of emails there. 855-905-8255. If you need love, dating, romance, advice, and there is somebody on the line, Simon, right now. Okay. Samantha listening in Chicago on ninety-three point nine my FM. Hey Samantha. Hello. Bonjour Samantha. Samantha. Hello, doll. Hello. So you need some advice. How can we help you? Okay, so
3: I am in a bind. When I was 17, I met someone that I dated for probably about two years. When I met him, he was 22, I was 17, and he left me, or we I left him. And okay. it was a five-year... So basically, when I went off to college, I received a letter from him trying to get me to come back uh, to Chicago. I was away at college... And my husband of 23 years (gasps) ripped up that letter, and I did not know. Oh, my gosh. This is like the notebook.
0: It's like the notebook where the mom saved all the letters because she didn't want you to see them. Oh, no. Okay, so this is the love of your life. Is that what you're saying? This guy?
3: Yes. Fast forward, 23 years, I divorced um, my now ex-husband. And one of the things he revealed to me five years prior is that he had torn that letter and i never saw it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. person finds me on facebook he Mm -hmm. recently reached out to me Mm -hmm. and he is now in a relationship that he's been married for 17 years has a teenage boy my kids are full grown and isn't in a happy relationship but i don't i didn't ask a lot about that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he can't stop thinking about me and uh, two nights ago, I actually, just to say hello and to kind of catch up, I went to a restaurant to meet him to to just kind of talk. And, Samantha! And my feelings are all over the place, and it's a mistake, I know, but...
0: No, 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 I, no. I le- was le- there first. <laughs> Let me stop you right there. So, to okay. be clear, you are you are single now, and he's the one that's married 17 years, yes? Exactly. And um, taking it by your lift in your voice that that meeting was amazing for you yes yes unfortunately so your question is what should you do from here yes yes
3: ignore him he's trying to just be my friend for now and mm. i'm like that needs to something bad
0: it, it, um, if, he, if he would have not met you at the restaurant i would have maybe thought he was just trying to be your friend but he went to meet you in person simon what do you think i i see but, not good things happening here well but-
1: Patricia in all honesty when you guys were at the restaurant did you touch his hand did you kiss was there any romantic oh, physical anything yes. no. yes. zero
3: the only physical was at the very very end he gave me a huge hug and whispered in my ear i cannot believe that you are in my arms right
0: now and that was the only thing he said and then we Parted ways, nothing Samantha, else. Um, Samantha, Samantha. I know, <laughs> I know it's Some, hard I'm, to resist, though. I
1: am going to be very French on this one. Uh, we live only once. If it is meant to be, it will happen in the years to come. Uh, but That's why don't have any guilt. Uh, if he and you are meant to be in the stars and that's what your destiny is. should she is.
0: pursue? Should she pursue? It, you can,
1: there's nothing you can do, by the way, anymore. True love is stronger than institution, than time or barriers in life. If you guys are each other's true love, which is my take from the age of 17 to 47 and you still feel the same, in the next couple of years, you guys will be together. Until then, be a friend. Be, but he has to make the decision and live your life. But I have a good feeling. So I say it's like the notebook, and that's what's coming.
0: I have a bad feeling about it. I have a bad feeling. I feel like he's in a bad place, and he's grabbing at straws right now. And yes, he's uh, been holding a candle for you, but I've had people say that to me in the past before, too. So if he's in a bad situation, he needs to get out of it before he starts clean with you, if that's the way he really feels, is my thought. I just feel like to protect your own heart, Samantha, you have to keep living your life. Well, That's agree. my thought. I, I
1: agree with you, but I think it's her true love. That story and resonates. It, and if it's
0: a true love, what what will happen? They will be together.
1: They will be together.
0: Like we said, keep doing you. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen, but I wouldn't pursue any further. No,
1: no, I agree on that okay. one. It's going to happen naturally or not.
0: We wish you the best of luck, Samantha. Thank you so much for calling the rendezvous. Bonne chance. Let us know how it goes, okay, honey?
3: I will. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. What a show we've had, Simon. Oh, my God.
1: For sure.
0: If you've what missed, a night. Oh, my. If you missed any of it, simonandangie.com. We get a big discussion about bringing other people into the bedroom, whether it was a menage a mm-hmm. or a polyamorous relationship, which we interviewed somebody in this relationship. Her boyfriend has a baby now. With the other girl, it's so interesting and fascinating. And we learned a lot, I think, tonight. Oh, for sure. So make sure you check out the website if you missed any of that. We also talked about reconnecting with an ex, our last call that we just had with Samantha. Long lost love. Mm-hmm. Simon, you had your Simon Says in that segment. Thanks, Angie. I said true
1: love, and I mean
0: it. True love is stronger than time
1: or barriers in life. Yeah. Meaning, when it's meant to be. Love is love. It will happen. It will. Even if it's 40 years later, you you can't can't force force it. It It will come to you organically, naturally. No to recognize it, though. Don't you feel we all have
0: a path that we're following and we can't fight our path? And if it leads us to our true love... Down the road Fantastic If it leads us In another direction That's where we're Meant to go Exactly Don't be afraid Of true love Embrace it Never be afraid no. So please do Check out SimonandAngie.com We had I think one of my Favorite shows We've it ever had It was one
1: of Extraordinary nights It was great true. Thanks, Also Angie.
0: on social media Simon and Angie On Instagram Facebook and Twitter And we will chat With you tomorrow night All the love Dating romance And ooh la la Thanks for being With us tonight Bonne nuit Angie Bonne nuit